Hello and welcome to the Waffle Zone. I'm your host, Uncle Steve, and this week you are getting a major, major treat. I got a couple people from another podcast to join me and Kirsty in Perth, Australia. So first off, hello, Kirsty. Hello, how are you? Doing good, doing good. How are you? Okay, good, thank you. Good, good. Now, the people that are really going to be excited, and they're just here, they're going to tell us what they've listened to in the past week. So, from, I won't name the podcast yet. You'll probably know it when you hear who they are, though. First off, all the way in Perth, Australia, I have Billy on the line. Billy, how are you? Good, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for being here. Yeah. I'm here. Um, yeah, I'm here. And also on the line, making uh, all the way from Texas, all the way from Texas, <laughs> making Sorry, I ruined the intro. making her like probably twenty fifth appearance on my podcast. I have Sarah. Sarah, how are you? I'm good. Good. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Yeah. So I know y'all are big fans of my show, so y'all know what comes next. The first thing we're going to do, obviously, is we're going to talk about what music we've listened to in the past week. So uh, I'll start with you, Billy. This is your first time on Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. So why don't you tell us, why don't you tell everybody uh, what music you've listened to in the past week? Uh, I've been listening to like pretty much every single Taylor Swift album. Oh, wow. And you, also, yeah. Do you mind naming them in case anyone doesn't know oh, what okay. they are? Oh, okay. Um, Taylor Swift, Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 989, Reputation, Lover, Folklore, Evermore, Midnights. Oh, wow. Ten albums. Okay. Anything else? Um, a lot of ABBA, actually. ABBA? Yeah. Oh, aren't they f- from Sweden? Yeah. I've said before that I thought they were from Australia and I forgot, so. They are not from Australia. <laughs> I know. I've learned that. I've learned that the hard way. Matt usually gets yeah. on to me. And di- didn't you guys both tell me that y'all were uh, uh, like big fans of Matt? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Major wow. Matt supporter. Hashtag Matt fan page. Hashtag Matt lover. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. A little overboard uh, there, Matt Sarah. Had to start a little um, Matt fans Facebook group. Oh my god. Maybe people will start <laughs> wearing. Maybe people start wearing shirts that say Team Matt. What if we say hashtag? What if we say hashtag? What if Go we ahead. don't? <laughs> what if what we if? don't? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hashtag. So, Billy, have you been, was there any particular uh, ABBA? ABBA? How do you, how do you pronounce their name? ABBA or ABBA? ABBA, I think. So, yes, ha- ABBA. Have you yeah. been been listening to any albums in particular by them or uh, I have no clue what their albums are. Okay, so just been listening to some of the songs. Random Billy's songs. made a playlist. I have a playlist. Okay, okay. Okay, so Sarah, uh what what albums have you been listening to in the past week? I have also listened to all of the Taylor Swift albums. Oh, do you mind naming them as well? I don't need to. Okay. They already Oh, wait. You've already lived it, right? Yeah. Okay. That's it. 
That's it. Okay. And she'll be working on a hashtag for Team Matt. So. Hashtag. Hashtag, you need to go to bed. Hashtag, you need to go to bed. So. I had one in my head. Hashtag, I have one in my head. I don't know how that well that goes (laughs) over, but. uh, (laughs) What if we just did hashtag Matt? Okay, that works. And we're back. All right, so the girls have left us. They had other more important things to do, apparently, than hang around with a couple of uh, lesser-known podcasters like us. So, Kirsty, what did you listen to in the past week? Okay, can you guess? I'm going to guess you listened to some Taylor Swift. I did listen to some Taylor Swift, actually. I listened to um, her album Folklore. Uh-huh. Which was um which was really nice. It was um I had the house to myself and I for some reason I wasn't in the mood for rock or metal. Sure. And I thought I listened to something quite calm and I thought I'd give that a go. And okay. um, I thought you were gonna guess Voyager. I know yeah, I would normally guess Voyager, but uh since Sarah and, and Billy both mentioned Taylor Swift, I thought maybe you would be following suit a little bit. Yeah, um I I did listen to Voyager as well. <laughs> Okay. And I also listened to something else that doesn't really fall in your wheelhouse. I listened to Nick Kershaw because um, my mum, dad, and sister in England, they all went to go and see him in concert last week. Okay. And basically in 1983, while I made and were making peace of mind, I was a real Nick Kershaw fan. I had the cassettes and the T-shirt and everything. So right. I thought, oh, I'll play Human Racing. I probably haven't played that since the 80s and um it was funny it was as familiar as if i'd played it last week so that was really cool and i have listened to some rock and metal though i've listened to nevermind by nirvana okay which um we ra- we've never really talked about nirvana much have we just a um, little bit just a little bit and an album that we have talked about that we did the um Alice we did an Chains. album battle. Ah. Alice in Chains. I listened to Facelift. Ooh, very good one. Right, because um, I listened to it so much just before we did the podcast, and then I kind of stopped for a while, and now I'm back on it again. Awesome. I listened awesome. to some Iron Maiden. I listened to Senjutsu. Ooh, nice. And then by the time this comes out, we'll, we're going to know which Senjutsu songs are being played live. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I also listened to Primal Rock Rebellion, Adrian Smith's band again, and I listened to Bruce Dickinson's Scream for Me Sarajevo, the soundtrack to the video, the documentary about their time playing, um, you know, when Bruce Dickinson played with Skunk Works in mm-hmm. Sarajevo in the 90s yeah, when it was yeah. under siege. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I ordered that, I got the DVD and the CD together. Oh, cool. Very cool. And it came with a patch, which I've given to Andrew Whitnell. Ah, nice, nice. Because I don't really wear patches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, um, I saw that. I did see the documentary, the Scream for Me Sarajevo documentary, which is really, really good. It's so good. I watched it with my husband. He's not interested in Iron Maiden, and he really enjoyed it. And in fact, if you're expecting there to be lots of Bruce Dickinson in there, it's not. It's it's kind of more about 
the people who put it together. Yeah. Um, so it features this guy that's um, the major that organized it quite heavily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the soundtrack's awesome. It's got stuff from every single one of his um, solo albums, I think, apart from, well, maybe not Tattooed Millionaire, um, <laughs> but there's nothing from Chemical Wedding on it. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. So any more but music? Yeah. No, that's that's um, all the music I can think of that I listened to last week. What about you? Okay, for me, I, I have a little, I don't have any kind of a um, acronym this week. But I did have something in common with every band I listened to. So the first band I listened to was Lynch Mob, uh, the one I was talking about last week, uh, George Lynch of Dawkins, his band. And I listened to the self-titled album, their second album, which got, I just love that album. It, it it brings me back to 1992, I believe, when it came out. And I, I love the singer, Robert Mason. <clears throat> And I just found myself multiple times this week where I'd just be kind of like, going, what do I want to listen to? And I would just just put that on, and it's just it's such a great album. Uh, but they're self-titled. Uh, then I listened to some Collective Soul. I listened to three albums by them, two of which I had never heard before. And I've only heard them at one time each at this point. Uh, one, uh, one of the unknown albums, one of the ones I never heard was called Blood, which was the album that came before... Other, another album I listened to called Vibration, their, their newest one that I've been listening to a lot. And then the one before Blood that came out, I believe this is the one before, no, 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 it's two albums before that, was their self-titled album called, it, it's, it's self-titled, you know how sometimes there's an album and then it has kind of a, a side name that fans call it? Oh, okay. Uh, like like Metallica, their, their album. Yep. The Metallica is called the Black Album, but it's to self-titled. So this is called Rabbit. The site that is the self-titled album, but it's called Rabbit. Like I guess because there's a big rabbit on the cover or something. Sure. So, so I, I don't know what I think of those albums or a whole lot yet because I really loved Vibration when I started listening to it, and those two I didn't like fall in love with them the first time I listened. So, but I, I've listened to a few Collective Soul songs because. Mm-hmm. You keep telling me to. Mm-hmm. So, what did you? Yeah, think? I mean, I'm not, I'm not too sure it's for me, but yeah. some of them are pretty good. Um, but the funny thing was, I just caught, I had it on Spotify and I let it go. Yeah, and then I thought this one sounds really familiar, uh-huh. but then it turned out to be um nothing by Anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Spotify. Yeah, they're definitely they're Tricking definitely not me that as heavy. usual. <laughs> no. That's funny. But yeah, I've been I've been uh, actually found out that Collective Soul. I was driving last week and I was in the state of Oklahoma, and there was a big billboard for Collective Soul coming in concert in July. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to that or not because there's some some family stuff going on at that time. So I don't know if I'll be able to make it or not. But I'm hoping there'll be a Dallas date maybe that weekend or or you know a couple of days later or something. I'm really hoping. Sure. Fingers crossed for you. Oh yeah. So, and then another band I listened to, uh, I think I'll probably get a big thumbs up from you. I listened to another self-titled album by Smith Cotzen. <laughs> yes. Two yeah. thumbs up. Yeah. I listened to that one yesterday and, uh, 
what led me to listen to that was I listened to a special edition live album that is a part of an expanded edition of the self-titled album (laughs) by the Winery Dogs. So I didn't listen to the first album per se, but I listened to the special edition live album that comes with it or something. Okay. So I had a self-titled album for all four bands, which I thought was kind of interesting when I started looking at it. But um, I was really, uh, I was talking to my sister this week and she was talking, she, she was a huge fan of, um, was the Soundgarden guy, uh, Chris Cornell. And, you know, we were just talking about music and stuff like that. And so I kind of, st- she goes, well, nobody could ever replace him. And I go, uh-huh. I know someone that could replace him. And she's like, no, nobody could. I'm like, yes. I said, pull this up. And I said, Smith Cotton. I said, pull up a song by, um, or not Smith Cotton, uh, Richie. I said, pull up the song, You Can't Save Me by Richie Cotton and just listen to his voice. So she pulls it up while I'm on the phone and she's playing it. She goes, oh, yeah, I can kind of hear that. Yeah, yeah. Then I had her play um, uh, uh, Taking My Chances a little bit from the Smith Cotton album. And she said she liked the uh, the other song better. I don't think she appreciated uh, uh, Adrian's vocals. But, uh, you know, not everyone does. Oh, but, well. Yeah, it's all good. But but I, I'll i tell you something funny that happened to me because I, I never – I. You know, my okay, for anyone that's listened to my podcast or followed for a while, um, I had my sister on the podcast in, I don't remember when, might have been August. It was about September, October last year. I think it was October. You're right. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. It was October. Um, and, you know, at the time, my sister was going through chemotherapy for cancer, for she had breast cancer, and she uh, also had to go radiation after that. And at this point, she is cancer-free. She's done with it all, you know. She's cleared everything up. She's yeah. at to the point where she's going to get to start having some, like, reconstructive surgeries and things like that. And so um, there's a little tattoo story I told you about a while back that I had won some tattoos. And I was talking to my sister about it. As soon as I got on the phone, immediately I told her, she goes, you need to give that to me. <laughs> and I was like, you know, funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be very nice of you. <laughs> yeah. So I said, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was talking to the tattoo artist already and I told him about you and kind of that I was thinking I might do something like that. But what we're going to do is my plan is I have a couple of things that I'm thinking of getting that are small and then I'm going to let her use the rest of it. So we're, you know, we're going to work on that. But while we were on the phone, I just, you know, I guess I don't know what I was, if I was being sentimental with her or something. It's really weird. You're going to know this is weird when I tell you. I've been listening to that Lynch Mob album a lot. And as I said last week, the lead singer of Lynch Mob is currently, or the lead singer that was on that album, Robert Mason, is the lead singer of the band Warrant, right? Yes. (laughs) And I, I, I learned that he's been the lead singer of Warrant since about 2007 or eight, I think. And I just said, you know, I always hated Warren. I just never liked him. But maybe it was just the lead singer I didn't like. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try and listen to one of their albums with him singing. So I looked up and I found what was their first album (laughs) with uh, Robert Mason on vocals, which was, I think it was called Rockaholic, I think is what it was called. So I just, you know, I was like, okay, you know what? I love his voice. You know, and they're a rock band, you know, so let's just see what it sounds like. So I listened to the first song. I can't remember what it was called. And I was like, 
this isn't bad. Like as soon as he started singing, I, it was like flashback to hearing Lynch Mob. I was like, oh, I love his voice. I love his voice. Then the second song came on and I was just like, I don't really like this one as much, you know? And then the third one came on. I was like, it's okay. Fourth one came on. I was like, you know, it's, it's all right. And then I just kind of turned it off. I was just like, ah, I'm not going to make it. So I'm it like, was nice of you to try. Yeah. And, I, and here's the funny thing. So I was feeling sentimental. So I told my sister, you know what? I saw recently that Warrant was coming in concert. And I said, you know how much I hate Warrant. I said, but I love Robert Mason. So I said, I tell you what, if you want to go see Warrant, I'll take you to see Warrant when they come, whenever they come, right? And my sister works weekends and I work weeks. So it's like, she's like, as long as it's not on a weekend, then I could do it. So we're on the phone and she starts looking it up and she goes, oh, I found it. It's, uh, oh, it's. May 28th, May 20th. Yeah. May 28th, which is literally today, today. Yeah. So she works weekends. And so it was literally like the next day. So she's like, uh, or it might've been the 27th and she couldn't work. I think that's what it was. I think it was the 27th and she couldn't work that day or something. So sure. She had to work that day. Yeah. Cause it was mm. whatever day it was, she had to work. And so I was just like, if we go and we can meet him or something, I'd love to just meet Robert Mason and just, Maybe talk to him about Lynch Mob a little bit, you know, but yeah, yeah. But I offer, cool. you know, yeah. I, I that was offered. nice. I hope your mum's listening. <laughs> I think she might be listening. She, she was messaging me earlier and saying she needed to catch up on a few episodes. So, and let's see outside of that, that's the only bands I listen to. So Lynch Mob, Collective Soul, Smith Cotton, and the Winery Dogs, self-titled albums by all of them. And of course, Collective Soul has two self-titled albums. So, which is funny, yeah. but Good the second. The second one's called Rabbit, you know, by the fans. So, mm-hmm. so um, what about podcast, Kirsty? Did you listen to any podcast this past week? I listened to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. Mm. I've heard of that. It one. was that um, the best one-two punch episode. Oh, what'd you, what'd you think? Outback Mark. Outback Mark. And he was excellent on it. He really <laughs> thought everything through, and he had lots of fun facts. And yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't agree with everything he said, but sure, that was all right. I really enjoyed that. I listened to Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast. Yeah. What was it this week? Educated uh, Fool. Okay. That's the one. So, yeah, I really like that song. Okay. And the other one I've listened to, I wasn't really that much this week, was Talking Maiden. Which I'm a little bit behind on, which um, I never used to be, but I only ever used to listen to the one podcast, and I've got a few going on. Yeah. Um, I listen to, it's about Senjutsu, and I'm on part two, so it's pretty much all about Stratego. Okay. And what they thought of the album cover, and well, you know how they go. So they're, they're um, two episodes and only two songs in, um, but... I think there's two songs on the third episode, but I haven't got to that one yet. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what so I that's read. That's all my podcast for the week. Okay. So uh, for me, I I only listened – well, I listened to my own with uh, – because I haven't heard uh, – I think pretty much we dated exactly when we were talking on there somewhere. And I haven't heard it since we recorded it. So I listened to it again, and I really thought it went over pretty well, even though I – I think whenever we had that conversation, I think I felt like it, it was good, but it was one of those deals where it felt like we were, you know, kind of went long, 
But I listened back to it and I thought, man, this was really good. I thought it really went. And I even, I texted him right when I got done with it. I just said, hey man, this conference, this was really good. We did a good job. So uh, let's see. I listened to the Decibel Geek podcast. They did, they have a really cool feature called Albums Unleashed where they'll get someone who participated in the recording or making of an album and they'll just get them on and, hey, talk about when y'all recorded it. Talk about each songs, any memories, just stories leading up to it all kinds it's really a great series and they haven't done one in a long time but they did one just uh recently the newest episode was it was it's, it's albums unleashed it was dangerous toys with jason mcmaster who's the lead singer and uh, and i mentioned he had a podcast a couple weeks ago i think too but yep. uh it was he is oh he was so good it was such a great episode I loved it. I always, I was a huge fan of that album when it was out back then. I remember running into them in a club, you know, I quit a job to go see Dangerous Toys in concert back on that tour. Well, it can't have been a very good job. Yeah, it was just working in a restaurant, but I asked off a month in advance and uh, the guy more or less just wouldn't let me go. There's a, it's probably a better story for a, um, for a Patreon episode. Cause I, so I can uh, use a little bit of language and tell the story the way it really happened. But um, yeah, we went, I remember we went to the club and we were walking in and the band starts walking out the door and we're just like, Oh my God, it was the first time in my life that I'd ever met a band, you know, that, that I was a fan of. So it was like really starstruck. And, but Jason McMaster has just this great personality. He's really a good talker. And here, I'll tell one quick story about Jason McMaster that I do have. One time I went and saw them at a club somewhere. They played a show, whatever. And I, you know, met, no, 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 no. I went to a signing, right? They did a signing in a store. Like you could go walk through, get them to sign or whatever. Met him, talked yeah. to him. He's real super cool. I mean, ask you your name and all this stuff or whatever. So that night uh, we went and saw them at a club. And I remember after this show, we're walking around. I might've been after, might've been before I came here, but we're walking around in the club. And I remember I walked up to him and I said, hey, man, how's it going? He goes, hey, Steve, right? And I'm like, holy crap. Like, you know, five or six hours later and he still remembered my name. I just, that, that made a huge impression. I thought that was really cool, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. It was awesome. It was just like, holy crap, Jason McMaster knows my name for, you know, for at least a day. So, but uh, yeah, I love I love that first album. Um, they were the last band I saw in concert, like right before all the concerts got shut down for good, when the pandemic happened. So yeah, yeah, that's well, really not quite for good as it turned out. Thank goodness. But yeah, that's um that's a really good inspiration to everybody. If you yeah. want to go and see a band, just quit your job. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe if you're maybe not if, only if you're making like minimum wage. Don't do it if you're making some <laughs> yeah. good money. So. uh Next up, I listened to uh, Jesse's podcast, Riff Wiser. I listened to King's. <laughs> I'm going to say something. I love Jesse, but I'm going to say something here. King's X Part Two and King's X Part Three. <laughs> I was laughing so much at Jesse because they would be playing a song and you could just hear everybody be like, hell yeah, screaming through the song and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, Jesse's the kind of guy I would hate to have standing right next to me at a concert, you know, because he sounded like he had had way too many beers, as he mentioned. And, uh, like he just almost sounded like he was drunk and just screamed. Like he's the guy that would be yelling in your ear, talking to you real loud during a concert. I'm like the kind of guy I wouldn't want to be standing next to that. I would probably move. <laughs> well, I think, I think now I know him, it would be all right. It'd be fun. But yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. 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 So 
But yeah, it, I would I would love to go I'm to a really show. I'm really glad with... he had a good time at it though. Oh yeah. And and here's another funny story. So King's X, like I listened to his thing and I could just hear uh Doug Pinnock's bass tone. His bass tone sounded so awesome and I was like, "You know what? I haven't seen King's X probably since 2000." So maybe I'll maybe I'll try to go see him when they come to Dallas cuz I've seen Recently, where Doug Pinnock had posted, hey, we're in Houston. And I thought, I wonder when they're going to be in Dallas. And I looked, and it was literally, I think it was today. And there was, no, 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 I'm sorry. I know. It wasn't today. I'm sorry. It was Friday. Friday. And I was like, literally, it said 8 o'clock Friday. I got off work at 8 o'clock on Friday. I was like, there's no way I was going to make it. I had stuff Uh. I had to do after work already. And I was like, man. Two, two, you know, of course, I'm not really upset about the warrant thing because I'm sure I, I'm sure I would have absolutely hated all those songs when they played them again. But uh, so. So, yeah, that but that cracked me up listening to Jesse doing the hell yeah in the middle of stuff. I just, it just yeah. me, it just made me it just reminded me of going to concerts and. Okay, one last story, one last story about somebody that almost was acting just like I, Jesse. I went and saw this band that I was a huge fan of back in. This would have been like 93. And it was this band called Dirty Looks, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm at the concert. And, you know, I'm in the middle of it. It was a standing room. You know, it was on a, a little club. And I can remember I'm just kind of like into it and doing whatever. And then this guy is just like on my shoulder, like really behind me, kind of coming over my shoulder. He's yelling the words real, real loud and everything. And I'm like man, what the hell? And I start turning around. It was Jason McMaster from Dangerous Toys. (laughs) And I just remember going like, oh my God, it's Jason. So then I was kind of like, okay, this guy gets to, he'll get a pass. And which is funny because years later, um, the, the singer of of Dirty Looks passed away in like 2012 or 13 or something. They did a reunion. Oh gosh. Right, but right before the the whole pandemic thing, they did a reunion, and currently in Dangerous Toys, one of the guitar players, the original guitar player of Dirty Looks, is in that band. They did a reunion of the original band, and Jason McMaster sang at the shows. So, I had tickets to go see it. I had a plane ticket. I rented a car. I had a hotel room. I was going to fly up to Pennsylvania or wherever, and I was going to see two shows. They both got canceled. Because it was like the week after they started shutting everything down, very wow. disappointing. But uh, but it, it kind of was kind of like the whole thing came around, you know. Because Jason McMaster was a huge Dirty Looks fan. He's also the only singer that the original Dirty Looks singer let on stage to sing with them. So it was very it fit that they let him be the lead singer on those uh, on those shows. So I thought that was really cool. So. But yeah, that's, but he was like, he sounded like he was drunk and he was screaming out all the words and I turned around and it's him. I was just like, it's, it's really cool and it's really annoying at the same time. So I was reading this thing about um, John Mellencamp the other day and he, um, he refused to play until everybody was quiet. Really? Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, they better not go to his show. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. I think there was in Dallas as well. I, I might remember this wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It's okay. I I care about him as much as I care about uh like Bruce Springsteen and stuff. So sorry, understood. <laughs> so uh, I listened to one other podcast. Uh, I promise there won't be any dangerous toys stories with this one. Um, it was the Twilight Zone podcast, and I listened to an episode called Living Doll, 
which I would say if you're a fan, you might call it the Talking Tina episode, which is a really creepy episode. If you haven't seen it, it's a really good one. Little kid gets a talking. Uh, I don't like these things with talking dolls in them. Yeah, okay. The don't you definitely don't want to watch <laughs> that one. Yeah. There's some creepy dolls in my house, actually. Yeah. So I'll just give you one line that the doll says in the movie. My name is Talking Tina, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's all the podcasts I've got as well. So now we'll get into the audience participation part of the podcast. Uh, and we'll start with the retweets of the episode, the, the best one-two punch. So um, the first one is the Scouser. David Laird in Liverpool, England. Second one is Ian White in Solihull, West Midlands. Next is P-I-M hashtag S-P-F-C. Do you know what S-P-F-C is? Um, I'm guessing it's a football club, maybe. Oh, yeah. S-P fan football club. So uh, I don't know what that would be. Um the next one is uh oh man I didn't get this I didn't write the name down Sao Paulo maybe um could be could be um so I got uh the next one is hold on a second apparently I wrote down that he did a uh retweet but that he did uh who was the guy's name um is it Jeff no, I don't know who it is, but I got I wrote all I wrote down was twenty two Acacia Avenue Hell. <laughs> I can't remember who that is. Actually, I do know who that is. It is that is um, Steve in Rhode Island. No, no, it's not. I'm sorry, I don't know who it is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> next up was uh, the ever controversial Pero in Montevideo, Uruguay. Uh, next up is. The official detention teacher, the Dave Murray of Uncle Steve's Iron Main Zone, and um, the happiest man in podcast land. Yes, Ken Murray Yatani in Chiba, Japan. Okay, and lastly, Jeff in nowhere. I don't know where he's from. It doesn't say it doesn't say where he's at. So Jeff somewhere. And uh, next up, we got the Queet Quotes. Uh, this will be your favorite part of the show, I'm sure. Um, first up, we have Genmar Yatani in Chiba, Japan. He said, it was such a fun episode. You have to think about not only each song's quality, but the flows and transitions between the songs. I highly recommend you make your ranking before you start listening to this episode. It makes the episode even more enjoyable, which I think is a good idea. I think that's something that you started. So, I did. Yeah. So, so I did it before I listened. Yeah, which which we will hear about in a little bit here. Um, next up, we uh, uh, another another thumbs up from somebody here. The counselor, Sir Richard Holmes of uh, the, uh, the Ulster Unionist Party in Garva, Northern Ireland. The one and only official counselor. <laughs> the only, the one and only official politician of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. He's also the only official counselor too, I guess. Um, except no substitutes because there is only one. He said, what a great idea for an episode. 
and such a challenge. Now, I have some questions here when he, when he says mm. some of this. See what you think. He did bring up some questions, didn't he? He sure did. Some of my favorites paired with weaker ones, such as Be Quick with Here to Eternity, which, fair enough, right? Yes. But yes, then, I would agree. But then he said Stratego with Senjutsu. I was like, what? So which one Which one did he not think was as strong? Senjutsu. The second track is always the weak yeah, track. Yeah, okay. Then next up he has, which I definitely disagree with, because I think Senjutsu is a freaking awesome song. Um, next one, Children of the Damned and Invaders, which, yeah, yeah. Invaders I is I think weaker. Invaders is pretty strong, but it's, yeah. um, yes, it's got a reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now actually, <laughs> this is, um, his next one is his most controversial of all. Oh, 100%. I could not believe what I was saying. Moon, Moonchild <laughs> with... Wah, 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 infinite dreams. Really? I mean, what do you do with that? <laughs> I, I I, can't believe that. You know, here, you know, I have an explanation for it. I mean, I almost said that they were the best, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do have a good explanation for this, okay? I probably should have. You ready, you ready for my explanation? <laughs> He's deaf? No, he likes Bruce Springsteen. Oh. I mean, come on. <laughs> If you like Bruce Springsteen, you're bound to have some bad opinions, right? I don't want to say anything against Bruce Springsteen. I will. Yeah, obviously. Off you go. I can't stand him. I think he sucks. I mean, hey, kudos to the guy. I mean, I like what he does as far as touring and, you know, playing long shows and playing lots of stuff. But that would be it would be torture to have to sit there and listen to him sing and play his songs for four hours or however long he plays. But, he does you know, do a long show, that's for sure. Yeah, I respect that, and um, that's about all I respect about him. But, um, you know, I'm glad the counselor likes him. I'm glad, you know, that he gets he got to go see him, I think, recently, like a night or yeah. two. So, But, you know, I mean, come on. Infinite Dreams is better than every single Bruce Springsteen song ever recorded. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Look and you know what? Lucky for us that we he lucky for him that we saw this after we voted for him, right? <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he said, "I actually found X Factor to be one of the best one too, which is I agree, mm-hmm. alongside Brave New World and Power Slave, which I agree on those as well." And then he said, "Keeper lit." So, and next up we had um. Chip Ross, and he said, Long ago, I convinced myself that Number of the Beast and Run to the Hills were the first two songs on that album because I always played side two of the tape first. Well, that would um, that would put it pretty high on the list, wouldn't it? It, it definitely it would probably come, it would come above Invaders and Children of the Damned, possibly. Mm, I think Children of the Damned is too strong. I know, I just love Children of the yeah, Damned so it's, much. It, it, it's so strong that it. Really put, I think it was my number seven. It would kind of lift up Invaders with it. Yeah. And me and, uh, me and Mark both really agreed on that. It was like, he likes Invaders. I like Invaders, but Children of the Damned, I mean, Invaders compared to some of the other songs isn't as strong. So it was really Mm. cool that both of us really ranked it high. So, okay. Uh, next up, oh boy, me 
And I said... <laughs> Why did you do this? You don't have to read out your own quit throat. You never used to. I know, but <laughs> it's just, it just makes me laugh, kind of. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to do this. I, I, I have to do it for Lewis. You know, for anyone that, that doesn't know, I didn't tell anybody when whenever I had Lewis on the waffle, but, you know, apparently he's moving, right? He posted yeah. it on Twitter. He is making a continental move. And I know for a fa- I mean, I've, I've, you know, I don't know what he said on Twitter, so I don't want to say too much. I do know that he has safely, him and his family have safely made it to where they are going. So that's the first stage of what, you know, a lot of things that are about to happen for him. So because of his journey and um, I know he needs a little bit of help, you know, because he had to leave his family behind, you know, mo- yeah. I mean, not, not his wife and kids, but everything he's known for. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, that wouldn't be easy. Okay, I'll let you do it. Just for right. Lewis. Just for Lewis. Once. <laughs> well, it's going to be twice because Lewis also made a quote too. So, okay. This is the month we celebrate hashtag Iron Maiden. Hashtag Iron Maiden is still going strong now with a hashtag ranking Maiden episode. What's better than talking all... Hashtag Maiden Albums. This is an Iron Maiden podcast after all. The hashtag iron is still hot. Hashtag up the irons. Hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag fireball. (laughs) You're right. Hashtag help me. Hashtag please. (laughs) Hold on, take a drink of water to that one. I thought you were going to have a drink of Fireball. Uh, I, I should, but I just don't Soothe want to. your throat. You should, but it's probably all gone by now, the way you've been going. I have a little bit left. I have a little bit left. It'll it'll run out eventually, though. I'll have to buy more. <laughs> mm. So uh, next up is a Ballad in Ireland, and he said, The Shrimp on the Barbie movie quote is from Dumb and Dumber. When a lady walking by the road says she's from Austria, <laughs> Jim, Car- Jim Carrey's character goes, Austria, thrown another shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, he's, uh, okay. Then, uh, oh boy. Next up, um, the Iron Maiden Encyclopedia, Sarah's number one fan, Lewis, in question mark. I won't say where, but. No longer Lewis in Venezuela. Please. Okay. And I'll say this too. Please don't ask him where he's at unless he just says it. He will in time. Promise. Promise you. He said, I'm going to have to get the fireball out in a minute. Here we go. Kirsty. This is directly from Lewis himself. I'm sure he's just sitting there. He's just sitting there like the evil maniacal person that actually typed all this out. Hashtag this, hashtag is, hashtag such, hashtag a, hashtag great, (laughs) hashtag episode, hashtag, 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 (laughs) hashtag laughs, hashtag I need a drink now. (laughs) Mm. Okay. Mm, Good job. (laughs) (laughs) okay okay next up is um 
Steve in Rhode Island, and Steve said, Tweet of the day, surrounded by fire and skulls, which is pretty cool. Uh, oh, next up, you, Kirsty, and you said, I haven't listened yet, but here's my attempt. Wish I could have a joint number one. As we all know, as we all know, you want that. Uh, so I'll read your list out. Oh, you didn't put numbers by it, but we'll go and. I know. I wished I had afterwards, but it was too late. No edit button. That's okay. Uh, Reverse order. Uh, I'll try to do it. 17, be quick or be dead and from here to eternity. Good call. I think we had a match there, right? Yes. Very good. Um, 16 was future real and the angel and the gambler. I think we had a match there as well. So very good. Uh, 15, tail gunner, holy smoke. 14 different world and these colors don't run. I can't remember where I had that. 13. You had that a bit higher. 13 Senjutsu and Stratego. That's a little low in my opinion, but uh, uh, next number up I forgot is Satellite 15. It would have been better if you had Satellite 15 at 15, right? <laughs> and El Dorado. Uh, I can't argue that. Ooh, your next one up I can argue. Wildest Dreams and Rainmaker. But Rainmaker is very strong. Rainmaker is a very good song, and I like Wildest Dreams. And I know and I was very glad to hear yeah. what um, Mark had to say about Wildest Dreams because yeah. I wasn't there to defend it. Yeah, he went way out back to defend you. So, yeah. Uh, next up, you had "If Eternity Should Fail," "Speed of Light." That's fair. Uh, Ides of March and Wrathchild. That's fair enough. "Sign of the Cross," "Lord of the Flies." I'd say is maybe a little low, but maybe that's where I had it. I can't remember. I had it. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Wicker Man and Ghost of the Navigator at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So, uh, Prowler and Remember Tomorrow at six. Uh, Where Eagles Dare and Revelations at five. Invaders and Children of the Damned at four. Aces High and Two Minutes to Midnight at three. Mm, Kirstie, we could have had a match if you would have done it right. Yes. The- Moonshot and Infinite Dreams at number two and Caught Somewhere in Time and Wasted Years at number one. That's not a bad list, though. Not bad. Well, thank you. Yeah. You, you could. Be, you should be a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. As as should uh, our daughters. So. Yes. Maybe they will one day. Who knows, huh? Who knows? Or whatever platform happens in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So um, next up. We have, let's see, that was you. Next up, we have Rocka Rolla in Idaho. And he said, this sounds like a fabulous idea. Should be another great episode. Uh, I think he was right. Next up, uh, Steve in Rhode Island again. And he said, I'm listening to Uncle Steve's podcast, episode 193, the best one, two album opening tracks on hashtag Google podcasts. Okay. So that's all the quick. Wait a minute. We got a quick quote from uh, this guy, uh, disciples of baseball, right? Yeah. I remember that one. I, I, I think he put all his, um, his second, um, his top 10 number two songs. Yeah, he didn't rank both of them together. Um, let's see here. Kill time while I look him up. 
let's see here. I've got him on Messenger or Messages on Twitter. Oh shoot. His count suspended. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to read um, anything. Uh let me let me double check. Let me just double check through my feed. Scroll through here. Because he was like one of the first ones that put one out right when the episode came yep. out. Yeah, he's not here. I wanted to read it. <laughs> so I just remembered that because I was like, wait a minute, there was one that was uh that wasn't done right, but it was funny. But it was it was cool. I liked I still it was liked, good list, yeah. Yeah, I still liked reading the songs in order though. That's pretty cool. So so sorry, man. Um just uh I don't know, get unsuspended. I don't know what happened here. So but um and you can always email me at ironmaidenpodcast at gmail.com with your story. Right? And we can right. uh, we can great. set we can arrange a meeting and we can talk. Because we love Iron Maiden stories, and Matt, as we know, is insatiable for him, right? <laughs> now, uh, next up, we have The Waffle Zone and its retweets. We have David Laird, the Scouser David Laird in Liverpool, England. P-I-M, hashtag S-P-F-C. I think that's, oh, that's who was in 22 Acacia Avenue Hell. Okay, so that's what it was earlier. I just put a comma in between it, I guess. Um, oh, okay. Willie Valaverta in Finland. Genmar Yutani in Chiba, Japan. Uh, Steve in Rhode Island, USA. And you, Kirsty. And there, yep. there are three tweet quotes. We have first, Genmar Yutani, and he said, uh, Yes, I was pretty upset about Die With Your Boots On, but I knew it was coming. Then <laughs> he also said, I like pink bubbles go ape, but it's not my favorite. I think it's underrated though, which is a Halloween album. And for anybody listening, Matt is probably just leaving a Halloween show. He saw Halloween tonight. Brilliant. I forgot, I forgot to tell you the story that, about Matt and all that, but I'll have to tell you in a second. Uh, next up, we had Rocco Rolla. And he said, forget the syrup. This calls for a smattering of chunky peanut butter. So he's really getting thick. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely got all the topping ideas, hasn't he? He's he's like he's got to be running out. Pretty soon it's going to be uh yeah, uh, put water on it. <laughs> <laughs> put Vegemite on it. Oh, yeah, he could. So uh, there's your next recommendation, uh Rocka. And lastly, the last quote uh for the Waffle Zone this week, the last quote quote of the entire week is from Jesse in Illinois, and it says, <clears throat> hashtag, hashtag, oh, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Always enjoy the Dino conversations. He doesn't back down. You could almost do an entire episode on him, which I totally agree with. <laughs> I feel like we kind of have. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's definitely got his fair share. Maybe more than his fair share, so. But with all that said, I don't know if anyone knows this real quick about Kirsty, but Kirsty, Kirsty was number six on the Iron Maiden stories. If you've never heard her Iron Maiden story, you should go back in time and listen to it just because she's one of the main co-hosts here. She's the main co-host here because where's Matt right now? Exactly. So, but we love Matt. Why? Why would you do this? 
<laughs> don't listen to it. I'm on every week. You don't need to listen to me yeah, being but, rubbish at the beginning. No, no, no. But I would like to hear people's thoughts. If, if you want to go all the way back <gasps> to... <laughs> you don't don't send it to Kirstie, though. Just send it to me. Go back to uh, September 11th, 2020, Iron Maiden Stories, installment six. If you want to hear it, if you don't want to hear it. And I will say, it's not like a two and a half hour episode like you know we're normally doing. It's like, it's pretty short, like 45 minutes. It's back before we really learned the whole, you know, talking thing and really had to just waffle and waffle and waffle. So, um, but all that said, that that's, that's it for the Waffle Zone today. So, um, you should waffle on over and you should listen to a very cool episode that's coming out this week. I'm not going to tell you what it is because you have to go look yourself. I don't want to be a spoil sport. Maybe you haven't seen it yet. So, uh, yeah. So waffle on over. And with all that said, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.